Okay. We are live. We are live. We are live. Brian Mogul. Hi. Yes, sir. And Lars Petrini, he's working on his guitar. Uh, as usual, we're going to take a check to make sure we're broadcasting. And I'm checking the website at kirkstudio.com. And we are broadcasting, yeah. guys. We have a show. Okay, sir. Welcome. And I just want to let you guys know how much we appreciate you being here because getting here is half the show. <laughs> just getting here. It's kind of all the show, really, too. <laughs> yeah. And we made adaptions. Everyone on there, good. Um, we've got you sitting in a chair with a boom stand. If you saw Adam Ezrick, he was up against the mic and trying to play. So we're trying to improve the experience for the artists every show. And. Lars Petrini, thank you, sir, for being here. Thank you for having us. Yes, it's great to be here. Now, um, as you know, if, if you are involved with the local music scene at all in the Phoenix area, you've heard of you've heard of Brian Mogul, right? Well, <laughs> right? okay, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, anyhow, Brian, why don't you sort of give us a synopsis of what 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 drives you? What what is your vision? What is what makes you Brian Mogul? Well, um, it. Really, uh, I just I like to play a lot. I like to play a lot of different things with a lot of different people. I like to write songs, and uh, I come from cities. I've lived in Los Angeles, New York, and Austin, and I come from places where the music scene is just booming. People just go out by the hundreds and just pack the streets out out in front of clubs. And uh, since I moved here uh, some years ago, uh, I noticed it doesn't happen here, um, and uh, it became a passion with me to try to figure out why. And uh, the, uh, so what I did is I looked at things um, at the other places I've lived uh, that they don't have here or things we have here that they don't have there, um, examined the music in comparison, examined uh, the promotion, uh, all kinds of things. And, and I came up with some ideas that what we could do to make the, our music scene a little bit bigger. Cool. You know, um, how would you rate the Phoenix music scene now? I mean, you've been at this for about a year or two, is that right, or longer? Well, it depends on yeah. More than that, uh, I, I started the local music co-op about two years ago, okay. but I've been on I've been playing on the scene continuously since 2013. Okay. And uh, 2014 with bands. 2013, I was just accompanying people. Okay. Um, uh, I would. It depends on your criteria for evaluation. Well, you know, um, it, Phoenix is the only city I've big city I've lived in, and I just know that it's tough to get people to come see live music. And I was wondering, is that turning around at all, in your opinion? since we've you've started this movement for the independent artists well it's turned around for the groups that i've been working with directly and the groups that pick up on what i've been doing for promotion mm -hmm. uh have gained uh but it's nowhere near what it needs to be to put us on the map yep. now um you know you're talking la nashville uh austin you mentioned in your email are those the cities we're trying to become or just our own self sort of thing going that puts us on the map not necessarily copying somebody else what do you what are your views on that lars do you have any input on that i think we should definitely make our own mark yeah, yeah. plain and simple so would that be a certain sound or would that be just something so original that it that you, people can't compare themselves to us is that kind of what we're going I, for? I think developing your own sound is very important to putting yourself on the map as um as a city maybe exactly and you know a lot of that is going to come from you know the, the ground roots work of uh the sound that is coming out of the area because hmm. we've got the the rockin sound the bar band sound we've got the resort sound we've got the um the peacemakers sound um gin blossoms so 
has anything really evolved into what could be said to be Phoenix's sound, in your opinion? I mean... I kind of think it has, actually. Cool. Uh, this is uh, something that uh, I've experienced recently with Lars and overall the bands I've had and bands I've played with on stage that I'm not in, but like, you know, Bill's with other bands, is there seems to be this kind of Spanish... Uh, dark, uh, sinister sound scales like uh, mm. um, uh, it's almost like a, a, a Santana like uh, background to everything from rap to country to hard rock. It's a pirate. I call them pirate scales. Mm. That's what me, me and Lars are, are experts at is uh, the pirate, and, uh, or I call them spooky riffs. But there's this kind of it's southwestern. It's it's definitely if you're not from here, you notice it. Is okay. what happens. That's cool. Because I, I just don't want to be known as a town that can play uh, St- Steppenwolf. What's that song? Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I played it in so many bands. I, uh, Steppenwolf. Uh, Born of the no, born, born to be, be wild. wild, born to be wild. Okay, I know it's that's not the worst song. song. Because uh, you know the resort bands are they're doing covers for the most part, and you know I'm not sure what the is there a, is there a big movement as far as original music in Phoenix going on yet? Oh, absolutely. I, I think that that's uh, our, our uh, uh, saving grace is that things here are more original than they are in any of those cities I mentioned. Wow, I could never get away with playing hard rock guitar over a folk acoustic uh 25 year old girl in any of the cities i mentioned it's because of the freedom here the lack of a record industry here so you're not playing inside a box back in new york you have to play exactly what's on the radio or else you don't even get to open mics wow so the best you can do is hopefully you're on the radio so you can play your own music so that's on the radio so you know right. okay sir why don't we hear some of that music and um the reason I say that about the independent artists writing their own music, we want them on our show, so keep that in mind. Just send them our way. So what song are you going to start off with, sir? Uh, this is called uh, The Legend of the Bisbee Copper Queen, and uh, it's uh, actually about uh, um, there's a uh, music festival that features all the uh, local bands here in uh, uh, the Valley and the Tucson and around there. Uh, down in Bisbee, Arizona, once a year, it's thrown by uh, Anime Quinn called Side Pony Music Fest. Uh, and I got to play there a couple times as an accompanist. I'm still trying to get there as a band. Um, but uh, it's a, um, it's the best of the area, and we all go down there and play. Uh, you might go down there even if you don't play. But uh, it's a song about one of the um, historic areas down there in Bisbee. And, uh, great, great. And I want you to know, all of our peak button peak lights are going off with a span because uh we're running an electric guitar electric guitar <laughs> those electronic guitars <laughs> and <laughs> so i just want you to know we're peaking on everything to give you this sound today so go ahead sir thank you sir for that uh, preamble yeah. <laughs> you bet <laughs> County Mountains, plays a camp of the Copper Queen, an old mining town named Bisbee, biggest silver strike you ever seen. Legend says there's a lady called Copper Queen, cause nobody knew her real name, and she do a man ugly and mean. Trouble in the mining town of Bisbee, you can smell the sulfur burning in the air. Don't turn your back on the Copper Queen of Bisbee Cause we all know the devil's sleeping there So she's playing Texas Hold'em 
at her favorite table to Bisbee Grand. She gets to think about her partner and all that money in his hand. So she lures him away from the poker game with a twinkle of her eye. Up the stairs of the Silver King where the room is dark and quiet. Trouble in the mining town of Bisbee. You can smell the sulfur burning in the air. Don't turn your back on the Copper Queen of Bisbee. Cause we all know the devil's sleeping there. just closing when the town folk heard the shot. Nobody knew from where it came, but they all knew the spot. No trace was ever found of the Copper Queen, but this was she commitment, you can be sure. Sheriff Annemie Quinn found her man with a bullet through the heart on the Silver King floor. Trouble in the mine in town of Bisbee. You can smell the sulfur burning in the air. Turn your back on the copper queen of Bisbee Cause we all know the devil's sleeping there 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 Alright, Brian Mogul in is this what what version of a band is here today? Is this Archangel? This is Archalian. Oh, Archangel. Uh, it's Alien. two. It's two parts of Archalian. It's the uh, singer, guitarist, writer, and the uh, lead guitarist writer. I don't sing uh, that song. We've never done that before, and uh, it's uh, it's. It, it's a song about the area. That's why a we world premiere. It. Thank you. Yeah. And that was a rare uh, vocal performance by Brian Mulder. Yeah, you probably will never hear that again. <laughs> uh, actually, Lars will be singing it when we uh, adapt it for our new band. Archaeolian is kind of a hard rock band. Uh, we got. I've had the same bass player for a uh, year. Actually, the very first bass player I ever met here is my bass player, Rick Bellinger, in that band. And uh, the drummer is uh, an amazing, uh, mysterious guy. From Sri Lanka, named Sanjay. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, let's. You you were so kind to give us some uh, questions that you'd like to talk about. Very cool. And okay. uh, even Kirk was impressed. He said, "Well, th- this guy prepares." Oh yeah, you wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, you mentioned you want to talk about your guitar playing, including the bands and influences. Uh, sure, sure. I, I I won't take too long on that. Um, I've I've been playing a very long time. I started in upstate New York. Uh, I used to play with guys from Anthrax uh, in a small town upstate New York uh, uh, called Albany, 
and it was Joey Belladonna, uh, Scott Ian, uh, and uh, we had a band called Blitzkrieg, and uh, I was one of the first bands out there to ever do originals. It never occurred to me to do a cover my whole life. I mean, I just couldn't understand why would you want... Nobody I knew ever got famous, especially then, doing covers, <laughs> and, I, and I wanted to... And back then, it was all about wanting to be a rock star, and uh, some of that still, you know, I mean, it's generational, it's kind of worn off, but... Um, I, I, so anyway, uh, those guys got really famous. I got a little bit famous from being with them. And, uh, then I moved out here. I kind of, I went to school. I got some degrees taught and really kind of left the music aside for a couple for almost a decade, moved out here and, uh, uh, immediately started jamming with a couple of uh, people. Well, who are your favorite local guitarists and bands? Cause uh, local guitarists, uh, my favorites, uh, there's a guy, uh, uh, I forgot his first name, Kaiser. Uh, he, he plays with, uh, black bottom lighters or flat bottom lighters and, uh, Kings for the flat bottom lighters, Kings for the people. Uh, he's, he's like, uh, listen to a zipper on the neck, uh, really good, great player. And a case for the people, by the way, are big supporters of local music. They do a lot. Matt Marcus and the Phoenix 50. That's all, uh, um, related Jacob. to them. And, uh, I like, uh, Jared Compton's an awesome guitar player. Uh, I've jammed with him before. Uh, Andy Brunda from Carol Pacey and the Honey Shakers, uh, excellent guitar player, um, uh, uh, I don't have my glasses now. Uh, oh, Johnny Norman from Painting Fences, one of the, um, uh, you're going to hear a lot about him because uh, th- that's a great band, too. Wow. And, you know, you're the genius as far as the sense of when you hear these names, if you keep hearing them, they'll stick in your mind. And uh, anyone that's listened to this broadcast, you know, Brian Mogul is a name you know. That's just <laughs> a fact. And I just happen to be on Facebook, you know, and I see his postings and your <laughs> hilarious movie clips. I got, I got to ask you, where do you get those things? Um, I mean, I don't want you to give away any secrets, but trade secrets, but man, those are some of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, and you turn them into great promo. Well, that's what it is. It's like Mystery Science Theater 3000, but oh for band gosh. promo. I pick out the worst sci-fi movies ever, <laughs> which is great because I, all my bands have been named Alien something or another, oh, right. and uh, there's a reason for that down the road, I'll tell you maybe. but um, uh, So I pick out these you know Japanese sci-fi movies or something, and then I put it in uh, dialogue over them that's completely unrelated about music. Like, uh, let's go see Brian Mogul's band. The the, uh, the aliens are coming to destroy local music. You know, that kind of crazy thing. It is so funny. I look forward to every every time you produce <laughs> one of those. Um, Lars, let, let me ask you something about, like, the who you're, how long have you been working with Brian now? How long have you known him? I've known Brian for about two years. Yep. I met him in the music scene. Um, I ended up needing a, a bass player. I Something about bass players out here, they're really hard to find <laughs> and keep them around. Keep so around. Uh, I saw Brian play at a show and, uh, of course, blown away by his uh, precision guitaring. And I uh, just happened to mention when we met that night that, uh, you know, I played in a band too and I was looking for a bassist. And immediately Brian said, you know, I'll come in and I'll sit in for you oh, on cool. bass. And so that's how we met. He... Uh, I never played bass before that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had a bass. I mean, I never played it professionally. Okay. All right. Well, great. Let's go into another song then. <clears throat> okay, well. Now, I, I know you've Isle got Man. prepared. What were you going to say, Brian? No, no, no. That's fine. No, no I was just, uh, we were going to do uh, Isle of Man. Or you want to do the guitar since it's on? That's you. Uh, let's, do, let's do the Wolfman song then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is, uh, oh, gosh, you're going to hate me. This is Ark. Alien, right? Arc Alien, that's correct. Arc Alien. Correct pronunciation. Okay. And Brian Mogul and Lars Petrini? Correct. Oh, thank goodness. And you're listening to AZ Radio, and this is their next song. Go ahead and introduce it. 
This song is called The Lady of Carpathia. Lock me up and throw away the key. 
That is powerful. You know, we, we're used to the acoustic guitars, and then we mic'd these guitars in their electric guitars, so it's quite a mix. And you can imagine what these songs would sound like when they have their full band, so make sure you go check them out on that. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of back melodies that, that we're not going to hear here because, I mean, the bass does something triumphant, and the drums are like, our drummer is like an orchestral drummer. It's just really, it's really worth seeing. And uh You'll have an opportunity to uh, see us actually uh, coming uh, coming up Saturday night. Cool. Where at? Uh, it's going to be at the North Central Sports Bar in Phoenix. It's a free show. It's a local music co-op, and uh, it's also uh, the tail end of a march for charity for uh, uh, Phoenix Children's Hospital. Um, so you don't have to bring any money. You can donate online, but that way, if you, you don't feel bad about coming and not being able to donate, you know what I'm saying? So you just come see the band for free. It's it's great, great night. That is amazing because that is one that is a thing you do in this community, and that's a lot of charity work. Uh, any word on that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, um, there are charities, and there are charities. Uh, some of them don't want to be associated with the music scene, uh, and some of them uh, are just so big that it's hard to get them on board. But there's a few local ones. Phoenix Children's Hospital are great. Uh, they share all the posts associated with any event that uh, tags them uh, and puts. Uh, if you put their uh, their button on your uh, Facebook event to donate, um, those guys will share it more than I can share it. Wow, that's great. Yeah, and uh, you know. We're okay. I'm <clears throat> excuse me. We need that button where if you're going to clear your throat, you just press it. So, <laughs> uh, you know, we're you and I, we're you know, getting up there in years, and uh, with those years come wisdom. And Kirk personally sent us a question he'd like you to discuss. And do you mind if I bring that no, up now? No, please. And you know, being of our age, what advice do you have for young and up and coming artists? Any words of caution, mistakes to avoid, something like that? that because he wrote in his email, actually, it's quite possible we'll have students listening. Well, I would think you probably do have a lot of students listening. Especially when we rebroadcast this, because we have 500 students plus mm-hmm. a listenership. So back to the question, what advice do you have for these up and young um, Well, the, the main thing that, that that's gonna, you need to keep playing. Um, you're going to be discouraged by everything from, uh, I don't want to insist that you disobey your parents or anything like this, or your peers, but uh, generally it's not the choice for people to become musicians that you know it, it's not generally a financial uh, re- financially rewarding one uh but you can do this without making it your job you can do it uh all the time uh, i would say uh persistent and and spending day hours a day on your instrument mm-hmm. uh so so that it puts you way in a different class from the rest of the players yep and you know what i found being 54 is that you just got to be persistent be good you have to practice a lot because you're competing with the younger generation but you have to be persistent and not necessarily listen to all or take to heart 
the criticism you hear simply because we're about 20, 30 years older than the younger crowd. So, Well, if they don't want to take my word for it, there's a kid named Conrad Varela, uh-huh. who's a guitar player who's just turned 17, huh. uh, played at the local music co-op, just played the Star Spangled Banner for a professional, uh, uh, I think it was for the Phoenix Suns or something like that. Diamond Bass. Uh, uh, okay. And uh, he is just a shredder. I mean, he can bury people like Ingve alive. And uh, I would get my fingers stuck in the strings trying to copy him. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, he's 17. And that guy it just lives with his guitar. Yeah. And you can tell. You can tell he, he doesn't even take it off. Now, what advice do you have for that gentleman like to be successful in the music scene? Because it's not necessarily how talented you are or how good you are, but what would you say to, to him? That? Yeah. Um, I'm watching him to get my own advice, but uh, <laughs> no, he's uh, he's doing everything right. Um, I would say uh, just play as much as you can. Uh, there is no overplaying. You might be able to overplay as a band or play the same clubs too much, but there's no possible way you can play too much. If you don't have FM radio or something driving local music, and we don't, the only time they're going to hear your songs is when they're out listening to you play. We don't have a, a vehicle to do that. Well, that's what AZ Radio is trying to do. That's right. Become an independent artist showcase. Um, Lars, now, um, you'll forgive me for asking, how old are you? Because <laughs> you look younger than the rest I'm of I'm ageless. <laughs> ageless. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm 37. 37, because, and uh, Brian's about my age, which I already mentioned. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> at your age, at 37, was it? Yep. Do you have advice for the up-and-coming generation that you could share? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> First and foremost, uh, do what you love to do with your music and don't let anybody else uh, try to convince you otherwise. That's the most important thing. And, and if you are really passionate and loving what you're doing with your music, uh, you're going to want to play it all the time and develop that. Um, it's also good to learn other people's stuff, too. But uh you know, first and foremost should be, you know, follow your passion. And that's where, uh, you know, that's what will take you where you want to go. Yep. You know, you mentioned that following your passion and some, you know, it's pretty tough to do this for a living as far as music goes. Um, And I had to work at the bank for uh, 12 years. And it was always my dream to do what I'm doing now. I mean, it's amazing. But I had to put in 12 years learning computer skills, uh, discipline they actually had a program where you had to log in as soon as you sat down and when you got up you had to log out and to your you couldn't take more than 29 minutes for lunch you know it was ridiculous but i found that those skills did translate to the new career goals that we've got and byron you brian you mentioned that you were uh in telemarketing so it's good to develop these skills that'll help you as a professional musician, but we can't really say, pursue your dream, you know, because I spent 12 years and a lot of people do that. They have careers that earn them money. And I, you know, everybody tells me, oh, you're following your dream, you're following your dream. But, you know, I had to incrementally build up to pursuing my dream. I had to do certain things right in society and that would allow me to pursue my dream. Do you agree with all that? I do. It's a matter of what you consider successful. Um, You know, anybody can get to a level of musicianship to be able to at least perform out. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you... if you're chasing money, then you're in the wrong industry <laughs> and the uh, or, or fame, you know, and those are things that do come with uh, for a very select few people. Yeah. Now, Brian, you do this for a living, right? The music? Uh, actually, yeah. I survive off of songs I've written for some major bands in, in the past and uh, 
students and uh, yeah very nice and how about you lars i do have a day job actually i've got two two jobs okay that's true yeah i mean you know it's i i think i've got three or four i forget it does I, come I, it comes into play though because what you're doing in the other aspects of your life will directly reflect as a music, musician as well yep uh if you're lazy you know <laughs> in everything that you do and all you want to do is play video games you're not going to get really anywhere but if you take if you have good work ethic you know at home at yep. work uh, and in the studio or, you know, in your room playing, then uh, you know, they all reflect upon each other. Well, that's exactly what we were talking about. That's good. What well, would you guys, you want to play another one of your tunes? Um, let's end with Iron Man. So, or okay. Got, you got the mandolin. Oh, there they are. Okay, good. So the thing that I, I want to say this real quick, yeah. uh, that I've found quite um, remarkable with Brian is, Brian really tells a great story with his guitar. Oh, and... You know, I do that as a songwriter as well, you know, and with lyrics and sure. chord progressions. But, uh, you know, Brian it really can just tell a, a great story just on playing lead alone. And that's where I find our, both of our styles work really well together is we kind of tell a similar story uh, together. Remarkable, actually. It's remarkable how this works out. It's like we're so, so on the same paragraph. It's crazy. Nice. Okay. What's the name of the song? I wrote this song. It's called The Isle of Man. Isle of Man. With this Brian Mogul, Lars Petrini. You're on AZ Radio, Independent Artist Spotlight Show.
As the time passed along We thought we'd learn right from wrong Sang us songs of rhymes and hymns To teach about our origins Soon the past turned to myth Along with the lessons that came with it have we lost the path to our destiny? And is it written in the stars for us to see? Yeah, yeah. That found all your memories, they fade away. So centuries they Brian Mogul, Lars Petrini. Wow. 
it's Thanks. not often you hear mandolin and rock and roll guitar. Uh, that guy's a, that guy's shreds a mandolin, man. And it's electric van, mandolin, by, mind you. Yeah, you, when we play live, he's got pedals, and right. that guy's just crazy cool. Well, thank you for uh, translating these to an uh, unplugged sort of environment, because uh, Brian mentioned to me, you know, I'm glad you didn't have me play a gu- acoustic guitar, because I can't translate what we do on an acoustic guitar. That was cool of you to mention that. It was cool of you to do this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we've got... Uh, Jim Bingston, I don't know if he's still watching. A.G. Woodoff is watching. These are all people I grew up with. Cool. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Actually, they're tuned they sh- into Kirk Studios' website, so that's kind of a a step up, you know, as far as trying to find the show. And we're going to have our own website, the azradio.live, and that'll be live in about a couple of weeks, I think. We need stuff like this, yeah. seriously, in the scene. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. You know, we... We can let our hair down because we've got about eight minutes. What what would we like to do for these last eight minutes? I know you. There was something I wanted to mention. It was about future shows. Right. I, I'd like, and also the state of the um, music co-op. I'd like you to just tell us a little bit more about the future of that. Okay. Um, will we have time to do one quick instrumental at the end? Uh, how long is it? Two and a half minutes. You can do that, sir. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Local Music Co-op is an alliance of bands and uh, 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 venues and fans and and uh, merchants, uh, local businesses. I'll just name a couple: uh, the Rogue Bar, the Time Out Lounge, uh, the um, um, Band Oasis, uh, Soundforium Media. Uh, these guys are all people that prioritize local music over all their other stuff um, that they promote over the top. Uh, they uh, um, um, that's all they do. They just do a lot for local music. And uh, uh, the co-op uh, throws events every now and then uh, to raise chari- money for charity. That gets people involved in us. Uh, also to give uh, new bands a good uh, a- a chance by giving them a start um and uh a lot of older bands bands like fairy bones and mills end and uh keith Perola from mills End, he's not with them now but uh these guys have all been uh agents in getting um people get, getting me attention but uh more directly getting the music scene attention by playing with a bunch of bands for next to nothing and teaching them how to go about making it in the music scene so they're setting examples and those bands i mentioned uh are like the top bands in the area uh nomada stuff like this that they're all big Big, big supporters of of the bands that are trying to be where they are. And you've got about 150 bands, did you say? One time? Uh, about, well, yeah, we have over. I, I have actually paid more than 100 bands with co-op events events alone. Uh, we have uh, about a thousand thousand fifty likes wow. on our Facebook page. That's only been up 18 months, uh, and uh, we've had 22 local music co-ops. The 23rd of which is on Saturday. It's a smaller version of it. There's only a few bands. It's, it's us and Super Unknown, a great band. I'm going to be playing lead for them on their album on a song and also on Saturday. Uh, also, uh, uh, Jamaica, she's a loop artist, uh, does uh, um, some great stuff. And uh, the Paparazzi Girls. Uh, we're going to be, um, be doing uh, uh, from 9 to 12 at the North Central um, no, what is it? North Central Sports Bar in Phoenix. That's 1170 East Northern Ave. Uh, it's a free show. It's the end of our charity for our wrap up charity for the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research. Uh, I'm a friend of Michael J. Fox's, is why I'm doing that. And also the Phoenix Children's College and our Phoenix Children's Hospital, uh, which is uh, Kids for Care. You can't go wrong with those two no. things. And, that's that's um, great. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and we have more events. Uh, uh, the attendance has been uh, down. Uh, the last couple of shows because they've been on holidays where we've had some trouble. We really need people to attend to make this work. If you don't show up uh, 
the bands play for nothing. Well, you know, you have 40, 50 people and vendors involved. You need to actually do this. And uh, as part of the music scene, is it's your civic duty to go out and support local music if you want to be if you want to have a fine art scene. Well, if you so- want to- people flying here to hear how good our music is, and it is that good. It's as good as all those other places. You got you got to actually you got to live by example. Yeah, that's good words. Otherwise, <laughs> I wish you know. Um, there, I'm 54, and I don't. I used to when I was in my 20s go to clubs, listen to bands. Now, how do you get the generation Xers to check out local entertainment? Is there any key to that? Yeah, there is. Uh, you have a variety of bands uh, come in, and you try to grab some of these guys uh, that aren't coming, uh, like unless they're underage. But you know, these house parties. We've been playing a couple house parties. We were finding out that there's people in the younger generation there that do like this music. Uh, so I'm going to be grabbing some bar- bands out of those house parties and throwing them up on a bill with bands like ours. Band like you have the local music co-op events have a variety of genre in small doses, twenty minute, thirty minute sets. So if you really can't stand them. You only got to wait 15 minutes for the next band up. Uh, but they're all good in what they're doing. It's just, you know, some people don't like rap. Some people don't like metal. Some people don't like country. And we have all of it, uh, wow. if we can. That's great variety. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, that's plus, we try to get a visual show going, too. You know what I mean? Like, we give free food out where we're there. I mean, it's just whatever you can do to get people. It's just begging them to come. Well, that's great. And uh, I admire that totally, the co-op, the music co-op for the Phoenix area. So let's... Let's hear that instrumental you were talking about. Okay, yeah, this is called a love song, and I'll do you a favor and not sing the words. Okay, (laughs) that's okay.
Wow. Great work. Great work. Brian Mogul on guitar, shredding yeah. guitar. And Lars Petrini. Yeah, Lars Petrini on guitar. We're R. Kelly, R. Kelly and we'll see yes, you, uh, what, Saturday night? At, uh, t- uh, we're at, on at 11. The show starts at 9, 8.30. Oh, great, great. And if you want to be on the show, just let me know. Let us know. We'll put you on the show, have original content. That's even better. Coming up, we have Callie Young on April 5th. On April 12th, we have Mary Palma. April 19th, April Ann, and on the 26th, John Caulfield. All great artists from the Phoenix area. Gentlemen, how would you like to wrap this up? Um, Talking-wise, we don't have time for another song. I'm sorry. But um, what would you like to end this with? Support AZ Radio, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, this guys... is the future. Radio like this is the future for us. FM's not going to be around much longer. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And, uh, yeah, I hear there's a good market for FM still, but, you know, the trend is going to digital. And I think they may go with digital, um, like HD radio yeah. is a future. But, anyhow, it's just simple to push that button and get a radio station. That's Radio's Plus right now. It's simple to listen to. So as long as it stays simple and everything else is a little bit complicated – a radio, terrestrial radio may live. But anyhow, thank you guys.